Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Danny coming our way, courtesy of betonline.net. Guys, if you are thinking about the national championship game, that's where you need to go. Um, Danny Cannell, it's good to have you back on the show, man. Always enjoy your show. I tell you that when you come on on Sirius, enjoy listening to you guys. This game has so many interesting twists. But the thing, Danny, that stands out for me is TCU is deserving to be here. They had six you know, top 25 opponents that they disposed of this year compared to the dogs too, right? And you're talking about the regular season and then you get into the playoffs. But my point is they're proven. This is a team that believes they need to be here. Carl, I totally agree with you. I love uh, the fact they're getting some credit for what they accomplished this season because a lot of people didn't even want to see them get the opportunity against Michigan, right? And Nick Saban would have been one of, you know, one of them who was, you know, out there campaigning for his Alabama Crimson Tide saying, we'd be favored against TCU. And you know what? There's probably about 10 or 15 teams that might have been favored against TCU, even after the regular season was complete. But we don't do that. Like, we need to play the games on the field. And when they were on the field, they got it done. It didn't matter. Style points, all that, you could throw out the window because they ran the table in the regular season. And I know they came up short in the Big 12 championship game, which is why it became a little bit controversial. But they had already beaten Kansas, City in the, uh, Kansas State in the regular season, which made it a moot point. But they are a – they do feel like that team of destiny, like the team that has really felt like they just find a way. They're not the most talented roster, and they've just been – and they've been well coached. They've got great belief, great determination, and they've just kind of found ways to win, which is – I know, I know I'm right in the thick of dog territory, but it does feel like America's pulling for this underdog story of the TCU yeah. Horn Frogs. Yeah, and as a quarterback, Danny, what do you make of Duggan? I mean, we went through the C.J. Stroud thing. The dog players told uh, D.J. Shockley heard in the locker room, defensive players for Georgia going, that scouting report was whack. Stroud could move, and Duggan can move better than Stroud. Oh, I think so. The thing that C.J. Stroud, first of all, he made himself a boatload of money against the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, I thought – he was the MVP of the playoff weekend in those two games, and he came up short. But he did deliver his team. I don't think it was his fault. They were very conservative on those last several plays, settling for the 50-yard field goal, which they missed. But I would agree with the Georgia defenders who were like, we didn't see that because he didn't showcase it during the regular season. The difference with Max Duggan, he does use his legs and Kirby Smart and the defensive staff are well aware of it. Like, they're going to be game plan and prepped better 
for Max Duggan's legs. In fact, I think they'll have the exact opposite game plan that they had against C.J. Stroud. I think against C.J. Stroud, they tried to flush him, get him out of the pocket. And I think it's going to be the opposite for Max Duggan. Hey, do not let him beat you with his legs. Do not let him break contain. Don't let him get the outside. When he runs with the ball, let's hit him. Let's make him feel the SEC power and speed that we've got. And let's see if he can pick us apart from the pocket. Because I do think Max Duggan is an athletic quarterback who likes to run, who likes to get in the outside, likes to take his shots at big plays. But if he's contained in the pocket all day, I really like uh, Georgia's chances against this offense. Danny Cannell, you played quarterback. This Stetson Bennett story is the best story in college football in a long time, man. I mean, we haven't seen this, right? I mean, the kid leaves, he comes back, he's, he's on the bench, he's the scout team guy. Oh, now he's a starter. Oh, now I go in a chip. Oh, and now I lead my team back for a chance at another chip. Danny Cannell, this is the best story in college football I've seen in a long time. I agree with you, Carl. I think that's why we might see a movie. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not joking. Like, it was kind of a joke last year that it had this Hollywood ending. I mean, are, are we already seeing, like, the, you know, the sequel this year? Like, are we going to get two movies because it just <laughs> right. keeps getting better? I mean, it really is tremendous. And I actually thought there was a chance that he could be pushed this year and maybe not even start the whole season. Like, I'm an idiot for thinking that. But there is there is the, the unlikelihood of this story. Like, TCU, yes, is a great underdog story, but there's not a better underdog story than the personal story of Seth and Bennett and all that he's been through, whether it's a walk-on, whether it's the long road he took there, whether it's beating out five-star after five-star and proving, hey, I can win. I don't have to be 6'4". I don't have to throw it 70 yards in the air. I don't have to run a 4'4'40". I just know how to win. And that, to me, has been the most impressive thing. And I think even in that game against Ohio State, it wasn't his best game, as Kirby Smart alluded to after, said he's got to play better if we won in the national championship. But in the biggest moments when he had to shine, he was absolutely flawless. When we had five completions and a game-winning touchdown pass, I mean, that's in last year in the national championship game, I mean, Anytime they've needed him to step up, he has, and I would expect him to do the same against TCU in the title game. It is our man Danny Cannell, guys, breaking it down. The Natty coming up uh, 7.30 starts. Quinn Billy Sills thinks about 8.30 it's going to start, but uh, we'll be out in L.A. The track, just like playing at uh, Mercedes-Benz, fast track, so the wide receivers, and again, the athleticism of the wide receivers, Georgia showed out, and they've got some great ones at TCU, so another high-scoring affair over 62-and-a-half? So... I think the right side to be on is the under. Mm. And I, I kind of give away my pick here. So, again, I alluded to Georgia, CNTCU, like having a lot of film on Max Duggan. And Kirby and his defensive staff are some of the best in college football. And they also have really good talent. Um, like the notion, and, then, and I think it's been proven, like, you know, if you want to beat Georgia, you have to attack them through the air. You got to – Oh, by the way, it helps if you have a top three pick in the NFL draft, which was what I would consider Bryce Young, who beat him last year in the SEC championship game and played lights out, or C.J. Stroud in the championship game, who played lights out, and by the way, lost. But they also had first-round talent, both those quarterbacks. Now you got to do it against you know, Max Duggan, who puts a lot of the game on his shoulders, and he's got one really good receiver in Quentin Johnston, and he has a nice supporting cast, but he doesn't have the depth that they had at Alabama and that, in, and that they had at 
at Ohio State. And I'll even, like, I know that injuries are a touchy subject because Alabama had two 1,000-yard receivers out last year. And when you lost Marvin Harrison Jr. in the game against Ohio State, I do think it impacted it. So TCU has Quentin Johnson, and he's really the, the issue that they have to worry about. So I think they'll have a game plan how to slow him down. I think the role receivers for TCU are going to play a monster part in this, but I, I think George is going to play not to give up the big touchdown pass. And then I do think Georgia will have the ability to move the football against TCU. And then if, if the game unfolds the way I think they will, because TCU, if you watch them against Michigan, that's not been what they've been like all season long. They typically fell behind and came back in games. I think they fall behind in this game. And then Georgia and Kirby and Stetson Bennett and the running backs, I think they go, you know what? Why would we risk giving TCU the ball back? Let's get a little bit more conservative. Let's run the football. And let's kind of just use that boa constrictor style and suck the life out of this game. And I think they'll be able to do that. Now, TCU's defense that we haven't mentioned they did an outstanding job of slowing down Michigan's rushing attack. And that was a big question. How would they go against Michigan's rushing attack? But I still think George is another animal when it comes to the weapons that they have and their ability to execute on offense and be a little bit more conservative and work in Brock Bowers and work the time of possession game. Not that they can't get big plays. They can. But I think once they get that lead and they get a couple of those, I think you'll see a different outcome. And by the way, Michigan threw two, uh, two pick sixes mm. in the game. J.J. McCarthy did. I don't think there's any scenario where Stetson Bennett gives him two pick sixes. And that, to me, was a huge difference in that Michigan-TCU game, or else we might be talking about a Michigan-Georgia matchup. Um, I know we're prisoner of the moment, but three of the last six years, Georgia's been in the national title game. Kirby, hands down, now the best college football coach there is. No, I mean, you you, you got to say Nick Saban is. I mean, even if they had a two-loss year and they're not playing in the playoffs this year, and I think even Kirby Smart would tip his cap and give the nod, but I think Kirby is squarely in that number two spot, and I think he's knocked out Dabo, and he's knocked out maybe Jimbo Fisher, and I'm trying to think, like, who else is in this conversation? He's kicked him out of that spot. But here's where I think, as a program, I do think Georgia – has taken over Bama in the SEC and on the national stage. I think they have. there has been a shift in the balance of power in college football from Alabama to Georgia, which is exactly why Georgia and exactly what Georgia fans wanted when they moved on from Mark Rick, my guy, my, co- my, co- my coach at Florida State, and I was upset about it. I said, man, you guys are nuts to get rid of a coach who gets you nine, ten wins every year. They wanted to be Alabama. And guess what? Kirby's delivered on it. That's why they're handsomely rewarding him with, you know, 120 million bucks or whatever the final number is on his contract. He's delivered on every expectation and it's been phenomenal what he's done. I do think like to have this conversation though, to really put a stamp on it, he's got to win Monday night, but I think they do. And then I think you can move forward with that conversation because as you mentioned, that. You, we could be talking about a third national championship if it wasn't for a second and 26 pass from Tua to Jameson on the outside. Like, it, right. that's how close they are to having three, which is amazing. Right. And while we got you here, Danny, Danny Cannell with us on the waitfor.com hotline. You feel Clemson 
is going to be able to get back on top because obviously when the bar gets raised, the fan base expects you to do it every year. And the, like the DJU thing never panned out. Is Dabo in a spot where they could wobble or are they going to get back on top? Well, I mean, selfishly, um, I kind of hope they don't because I think there's a team in the ACC, Mike, that's my Florida State Seminoles that could yeah. push them out of that. But I don't think they're going anywhere, but they clearly have lost their stranglehold on the ACC. I mean, it, it is – and I know Dabble gets very sensitive, and after the Orange Bowl when they lost to Clemson, he was, like, you know, pointing out that they won an ACC title and how many they've won in a row and how great it's been. And he's right. It wasn't in a row. Pitt won it last year. But it, it is not the same level of dominance. And I would say the same for Bama. They're not as dominant. I mean, they don't blow teams out like they used to, and they're losing games that they really shouldn't this year with the two losses and they were close against Texas and A&M Oklahoma with a sub 500 season. Like this is great for college football, by the way, because for a long time we saw the same three or four teams in the playoff and it was, what are we going to do to shake this things up? And I was always a believer in, Hey, the cycles and the natural ebbs and flows of college football will work themselves out. And I think you're starting to see some of those ebbs and flows unfold. And you mentioned DJ, like there is a, there is a recipe for, I think, how a, a dynasty comes to an end. If you, and if, and it's, you have the great coach who, you know, maybe gets too old, loses touch. I don't think that's the case with Nick or with Dabo. But if you miss on a quarterback mm. or if you miss on your coordinators, because you're going to see turnover at both, if you miss on those, that makes you vulnerable. And clearly they missed on DJ, and it still remains to be seen if they missed on their offensive coordinator who they just elevated from within mm. and Brandon Streeter. Those are valid questions that I don't think Clemson even has their answer if those are the uh, if that's the future. So and then it remains to be seen is Cade Klubnick the answer. And then you get I mean it's the toughest position to find in all of sports. And you know, if that's an uncertainty, that makes them vulnerable. Great and stuff. by the way, yep. Bryce Young, they have to replace at, at Tuscaloosa, which isn't going to be easy. No, it's a great point. Uh, Danny, again, great work. Check out Bet Online, guys, betonline.net. He likes the under. Uh, it's interesting. But if you're bringing pressure, maybe right. they don't score as much as we anticipate. Danny Cannell, man, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the national championship game. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.